Okay. So, I did want to mention before, though, the little mermaid thing that my mom shared with me that they found a mermaid. But it's a monkey mermaid, and they haven't done, like, DNA testing or anything yet. I think they said that, like, in September it'll get done. I don't know. On our Twitter, that has this is the only thing that's posted on there is just that article. You can read about it if you want. So, with that, is there... I don't know how much that you've looked into that. Is there any chance that, like, the mummy, or the mummy, the skeleton was, like, made. Well, it's it was mummified. Oh, right, like, right. that they put it together. And, yes, like, yeah. weirdly, kind of, like, how so this weird is not, things. This is not the first time that they have found a quote-unquote mermaid. They have found them before, but they've always been found to be put together by someone. As far as to even attaching human hair to this mummified, quote-unquote, yeah. mummy. So, that's why they're, like... We found this. It could or could not be real. We're gonna do. Oops. We're gonna do more testing, and I think in September they'll know. But they're like, based off history and what we have found before, it's not looking like it's gonna be real. Oh, so it oh. it is fake. That's that's usually how. Well, it it's not confirmed. Out, it's more I'm... confirmed or denied if it's real or fake until they're finished doing testing on it. But it looks. Like a monkey upper body attached to a, it's very small. It looks like it's maybe like it was a cult at most like three feet, but probably smaller. Definitely a cult. So a cult did it. They're yeah, like, and even with like even trick the future. fake quote unquote, super fucking creepy that somebody like stapled skeletons together basically honestly though if i just had to make like a fake looking mummy if there was a moral way to trick the future into thinking that i mummified a mermaid if there was just a to fuck with them way to, yeah there there was, fuck with them if there was a moral way <laughs> to like desecrate a body by using <laughs> half of it <laughs> be like a yeah, because that's um, well, like totally would be on board. Also, you don't know. I I would have to look into why these cultures and stuff are mummifying fake mermaids because they're mummifying these creatures. They're not just buying skeletons. Like so they're going, they're to going through that whole ass process that they would with a fucking dead body. Which isn't that process like itself crazy? Like, um... yeah takes like a bunch of time like just wrapping the body and like taking care it, of yeah, the body. Mummifying? Yes. And a lot of times Definitely. and a lot of times they remove certain organs, so it's like performing a whole ass fucking <laughs> autopsy without actually knowing you're performing uh, an autopsy and then taking organs out and mummifying. They mummify specific organs sometimes and sometimes they just toss them out. And sometimes they leave some in the mummy. It kind of just depends on the culture that's doing it. But this is, like, all that I remember from a fucking King Tut museum when I was, like, 10. <laughs> a King Tut museum? Yeah, it was really is, cool. So, so it's, it's legit. It's legit. crazy, like... Yeah, because you remember it from course. King Tut Muse- yeah. Museum. Yeah, so what I'm saying is completely accurate. Yes. And there is no false things in, the, in what I say. Yes. Literally, Literally impossible yes. to be wrong. That's exactly yeah. right. I'm just born a baby genius, and then... That's almost positive that's what I'm hearing. Yeah. I'm Kyla. I'm Kirsten. 
And I'm Joshua, and this is The Weird and Suspicious. That's weird. That's suspicious. I'm going to be talking about... I'm going to be talking about Area 52. Okay. (laughs) Got it it first, so... How about that? Um, So, I'm talking about Area 52 today. You can find it on Google Maps if you want to do that. Uh, But basically, it's just an area right next to Area 51. It's allegedly a secret Nevada range. Um... To house vast underground facilities. All the all the creepy things. Uh, but a Las Vegas TV reported on the controversial claims saying that supposedly a clean nuclear device was used to create a giant chamber under Powhite Mesa. Which is one of four major nuclear test regions within Nevada National Security Site. But by clean, they mean... I feel like there's no way for, like, nuclear to be totally clean. Uh, Probably not, but they weren't releasing toxic fumes on purpose. So they're like, we're the the cleanest you can get. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So, like, there's just no radiation there still to this day, but might have Probably, yes. That stuff. Uh... So this guy named John Lear, he heard some stuff about the area, and uh, one of the first things he had heard after talking to many people, because he wanted to figure out what was going on with it, is that it's a facility capable of housing 25,000 people, which is ridiculous. That's, like, obnoxiously big for an underground facility. But he had talked to- It's me and my whole family. 25,000 fucking people. How much room do you need to live? But if you if you have to spend full underground, like I'm, I understand that mo- like this is maybe for aliens. But if I'm looking at it as like maybe this is for if there's a nuclear war, you need enough room want that extra space for twenty five thousand fucking people. Well, yeah, I was just thinking, like, well, how many people do they fit on cruise ships, like? You can make people. That's a fit really good question, <laughs> especially with like. But there's a group. The those rooms are like, tiny. They're not going to treat people amazingly. Those it's not like they're going to be like, "Oh, welcome to your five star resort." If you have to spend yeah. the rest of your life underground, it better be fucking nice, and you better have room to get away from people. I mean, I would hope yeah, so. I mean, I don't know if we're actually talking about forcing people to live down here. I think it was just a generalization no. of the, <laughs> the I'm just making that up. <laughs> okay. So this guy named John, he heard from a cement truck driver uh, who worked out there about the underground facility area. And he had told him that it would take hours to get to the bottom, dump the cement, and then wind his way back up. So this shit's huge. Uh, but if if he's want if he's not going like straight down and he's going like <laughs> he's going to the bottom to dump cement, he's not going. Yeah. Well, still, if it was like hours, that's like just miles going around in circles. Yeah. Yes and no. Yeah. Because I when I was in Serbia, so there's a lot of mountains and stuff. You can't go straight through. So what should be a three-hour drive, if you were able to drive just, like, straight, like, on a highway, turns into a eight-hour drive, because you're, like, up and down the mountain. But, I mean, this is just supposed to be a deep area, though. I don't think it's supposed to be throughout the mountains, because if they use, like, 
a nuclear bomb. Well, no, but you're not, you're usually it's not, not going to be a nuclear straight. bomb going. Well, you're not usually going straight down. Like if you're going down a mountain, you're not just fucking booking that shit. Dropping. Yeah. Why not? Because it seems. But a if it dangerous. was like a nuclear device that just went off, and they're like, "Well, we have to make a staircase down to the bottom." That's of this true. Now. Yeah. A staircase? To get to the. <laughs> We're walking down this <laughs> a bitch ramp. Now? Imagine an out hours drive worth of stairs. It's going down them. Yeah, that's I lo- necessary. I love the sound effect. Yeah, no, she's good at them. <laughs> she's good at them. Apparently, he never saw this guy again after talking to him. Um, he just disappeared. <laughs> he couldn't fucking find him anymore. And. I mean, I don't know if he's good at finding people. I don't even know if he was trying to. He could have just thrown that in there to be like, and then I never saw him again. The guy is dead. (laughs) 100%. Like, there's no way that they just let the cement truck driver live. No? You You don't think so? People that built the Pentagon are just out here telling stories about how they built the Pentagon? Or you think they're either dead or sworn to silence? All the above. Like, Sworn to silence in death. I exactly. So I feel like they have a specific group of contractors that they hire for all of these government building things. You know what I mean? You're not just hiring, hiring anyone off the fucking street. I don't know. That is, that is fair. That I is mean, fair. like, yeah, it's got to be people who have some level of experience. But I don't think that it's like people who have a ridiculous amount like, of experience. But then also, I feel like a lot of people might not even know what they're. That's doing. what I was thinking. Like, I don't think they really dumb those people or ex-military. Well, I mean, like, have you heard of American Air? I believe is what it was called. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but basically, they had like a civilian, um, like air. What are they called? Airline. That was doing like military missions, basically, and they just weren't telling the pilots. See, yeah, that's what I think this would be like. See, so like, but I think that's different. Those are usually military people on those planes. So, like, I I'm not gonna say where I knew this girl from because I don't want to get in trouble. But she was in the military, and I don't know if I'm even allowed to say this, but I'm saying it. They would tell her that she was flying commercial on airlines like that. And that she had to transport these fucking suitcases, but she wasn't allowed to look into them. And it was all international. So they're usually military people, but military people are good at keeping secrets. That's why I'm like, maybe they're using ex-military people to build the things. Because they already kind of have that, like, fucking shut your mouth and be quiet. They're like, yeah, how's the aliens? Someone along the way said something about there's a high-speed underground train that runs from Area 52 to Vegas. I mean, I don't know why it would be going to Vegas, but... All of the casinos are run by aliens. I've heard, like, conspiracy theories that the airport in Vegas is, like, the main way that they get things into one. And so it might be the Nuh-uh. same thing. Yeah. Was, um... That's hilarious. But do you think... Do you think that, like, what about all the workers there? Do you think they're just completely fucking well, oblivious I mean, like, to all of these Area 51 things coming through? We've all well, worked in, like, big factory-type, like, corporations. Do you know what goes on in, like, all of the different departments there? No, and if someone tells you that, like, someone... if Okay, but if someone's like, yeah, we do this 
just because, or we let these people have this just because, you're like, okay. Like, that's the end of that. Yeah, I guess. But I feel like there would always be people that are like, that's fucking weird, exactly. man. Exactly. Maybe. That's maybe. Is yeah, like maybe like, they'd be yeah, like, yeah. "That's weird," but they're still not. Weird. Yeah, they're just they're still not allowed to say anything. I mean, they can say something, but like they're gonna sound stupid making shit up. Yeah, true. Well, and that's kind of like goes into the idea. Maybe they let these people tell these crazy things to be like, maybe if enough of them say it, no one believes them. Like they think that like when some shit happened, the the government gave out conspiracies themselves to flood the conspiracy theory world to make it seem less believable. Interesting. I could see that. And that could also be like, like they're like, if, oh, if, so like this conspiracy is true, but we're going to start like putting out there that the world is flat. Just to yeah. throw people also, off. Wait, yeah. Why wouldn't we do that? Oh, oh. <laughs> No. <laughs> I do like the I could go into detail about their arguments. Dude, oh, yeah. I love when people tell me about uh, it. I love their, like, reasons. And I'm like, I once dated a dude, and I was like, I can't. You know, he, actually, yeah. he actually thought it was flat? He didn't say that. But, but he was like, okay, but if you're in a sailboat and you go to the side of the ocean, you're not going to fall over it. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. <laughs> But I was like, I was like making fun of flat earthers, and he was like, "Okay, yeah, but also like, don't you think this is kind of weird?" And I was like, "Once you start going towards that, you're you're on the edge of maybe it's real, maybe it's not. And if you are on that edge, I can't do it. <laughs> it's fine. It's if you're starting fine. to make up excuses for these people that think that the Earth is flat, I'm like, do you think the Earth is flat? Some people are mentally incompetent. <laughs> Sometimes we meet these people." They can be interesting interactions if you make them interesting. There was um some pilots that had talked to this guy and John Lear and told him that when they would fly over this area, uh, quote unquote area 52, the landscape would open up into a runway sometimes, only sometimes, and then just close back up and they described it like a zipper. And it would just look like nothing is there but landscape again. So I thought that was pretty strange. A portal portal to the alien dimension. But there is some evidence for one of this guy's suspicions from a scientist named Bob Lazar, who worked on flying saucers at a place called S4, which just stands for Site 4. But apparently there's more than one S4 on the test range. Workers claim that they require special entry, of course. And then the TV station requested a tour of Area 52. And obviously... all go do the same. Yeah, well, obviously they were denied because you can't just request tours of government and military operations. Especially ones that are supposedly not really talked about. Top secret. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah supposedly. Like, we are not from the news. We are no. Why would they tell any? What? Why? I feel like it would be kind of a fun, a fun joke, though. If you just it would, like, it would if we actually did it. Like imagine when there was that. Area but I feel 51 like if we dressed up, really, just like I feel like if like you, do you remember the Area Fifty One meetup when they're like we're gonna all storm Area Fifty One? They can't yeah. stop all of us. Yeah, I wish they would if have. They took like two people from that. Oh my god, from the Area Fifty One thing. Yeah, and imagine they just took two people from that and were like this. 
this is Area 51, look at the aliens, and then send them back to the crowd. <laughs> oh my god, I wish! Like, I wish! If I was in the position of power, which is why they would never give me a position of power, I feel like that would be a fun joke to do. That would be fantastic. Dude, I would tell if there was aliens. At this point, I feel like so many people believe that there's aliens. Why not just let us? Like, they've been like, yeah, UFOs are real, but we don't necessarily like put that to aliens. But at this point, so many people believe in aliens. Just fucking tell us. Honestly. But it would, it would cause panic. It would cause panic. You think? And then... At this point? Oh, yeah. Yeah, most definitely. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But, like... When they when they let out like they just recently let out that they know UFOs are real and that didn't cause panic like no one even freaking like I because think, like, a UFO is like a plane about it because it's like a plane kind of kind of but not a lot of people think that when you say UFO most people are like ah aliens not, all right but if they say like, UFOs are real people are gonna assume oh so they were able to create UFOs. Not, oh, wow, they found the aliens and the aliens are showing us how to make UFOs. I don't think either. I think they think those are aliens. I don't think most people put UFOs to just planes. I think they put them to aliens. UFOs are most associated with aliens. Well, that's not necessarily true. They're either like, it's aliens or it's a foreign government trying to spy on us. Those are the two things people jump to. A foreign government trying to spy on us? Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. Just jumping into those conspiracies. Yeah. We like all of them. All of the former All right. Well, that's, yes. That's all I got on that because it was just from a news article. It was kind of recent too, wasn't it? That people started like discovering it. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. I feel like once more people know about it, there's going to be more research done. Like Area 51 has been going on since what? John F. Kennedy? Since forever. I don't know if that's true, like the but it seems time. correct to me. And even going back to, like, what you were saying earlier, Kirsten, about, like, oh, they put, like, fake conspiracies in. Imagine Area 51 is just the fake conspiracy, and then they have <laughs> the one, like, directly next to it where they're actually housing <laughs> Yeah. Right. They're like yeah, they're exactly. guarding the fake exactly. one just so that everyone can like think that everything's there. Area fifty one is just a giant sex club where everyone meets and everyone thinks it holds aliens. <laughs> it does hold aliens. It's just, you know, where you can go fucking aliens. Exactly. exactly. That makes sense. Um, no one knows what goes on there. So I mean I could be right. That makes sense. Just don't know. You never yep. know. I'm gonna say it's true. I guess I <laughs> I agree with that theory. I think it's a really good theory, and it kind of, like, disappoints me that it's not a more common theory. We should start putting it out there. I mean, that, that's hop on what Reddit we're attempting like... to do. <laughs> I was like, that's For, what we're doing, exactly. isn't it? All right. So, my story, because this will come out on St. Patrick's Day. Happy birthday to my sister. You're old as fuck. We love you, Happy Rachel. Happy birthday to St. Patrick. Yep. Alright, so I did four-leaf clovers and leprechaun. <laughs> leprechaun. So four-leaf clovers. You have an, a chance of one out of 10,000 and just like general worlds to find a four-leaf clover. But on Emerald Isle in Ireland, it's said that the chances are a lot higher because that place and Ireland specifically, they just have a lot of them. That's the only reason we're gonna even go there. We can do fairy tours too, and they like drinking. They're like things. Well, obviously, that's why I go anywhere. Their thing is bars. Honestly, it sounds amazing. We're making it a trip. 
So, and because of this, this is like part of the reason why they say the luck of the Irish. Maybe. Possibly. I'm not gonna say for sure. Um, so the four leaves represent faith, love, hope, and obviously luck. And the Egyptians would give them to newlyweds and be like, good luck on your marriage. Hopefully it'll last forever and neither of you cheat. I don't know. I like the Egyptian accent. I Yeah, I liked that too, actually. For sure it's not an Egyptian accent. It's just a made-up one. <laughs> um, oh, pe- I thought it was good. Oh, thank you. People who wear them are said to be able Some to see fairies. Good. This was something that was very common with children in the mid- medieval times. The children were like, we can see fairies now. Um, they are said to have healing powers and ward off evil if you wear them. So you can get them, like, in, like, resin or glass or something. I don't know. I think there's, like, different materials you can get them, like, encapsulated in. And then you just have, like, a four-leaf clover around your neck. And they are believed to help you find love. So people would often put them in their shoes in hopes that they would lead you to your soulmate. So they put them in their shoes and they'd be like, oh, my feet. They're just leading me somewhere. I don't know where. Yeah. They don't know where they're going. Their feet are just walking. <laughs> exactly. And then they bump into someone and they're like, oh, I don't know. That was weird. I didn't mean to run into you. My feet <laughs> must have said you're my soulmate. <laughs> you know how I know that we're soulmates? My feet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so the leaves, um, regular clovers are just like regular good luck. You know, you find one or not good luck, but they're just good. Like you find them. It's not going to ruin your day. It may not make it better. But if you had a four leaf clover, it's lucky. Your day is going to get better. Something's going to happen to you. Hopefully. Good. <laughs> but if you find a, f- yeah. if you find a five leaf clover, bad news drop it run get out of there stop looking something bad's gonna happen a giant no five leaf clovers you know what? i'm pretty sure i found a five leaf clover before but it, since it wasn't a four leaf clover i was like fuck this thing where's a four leaf one at so makes sense <laughs> you were saved <laughs> it was saved by my <laughs> um by your neediness. Yeah, I was like, no, it has <laughs> to be a f- my stubbornness. It was like, it has to be a four-leaf one or it's not good enough. So they are specific to the white clover plant. So uh, there's a lot of, like, fake ones that look like they can possibly be clovers, but they're not. And shamrocks are different than clovers, too. So clovers are trifolium ripens. And they are known, those are white clovers, and they're often very, like, they're fuller than shamrocks are. Like, their leaves are kind of bigger, but they don't really overlap each other. And they're just, like, green, just solid green. And then the fake ones are Oxalis Depi, and they have, like, a brownish-red center. Those are fake. And then Marsley Quadfolia. Those have, like, a, a whitish to lighter green ring on the inside, but they're fuller, and they look very similar. But if they have that ring on the inside, they're also fake. Don't pick them. And then the other one, Marcelia, or Marceli, making words up, Polycarpa, they look like shamrocks, and those are fake. Don't pick them. They're not good luck. I mean, you can pick them, and then tell me how it goes. Tell me if it brings you 
I was I was wondering. I was like, wow, I can't pick any of these. Like, even if I just want to. I mean, I personally wouldn't risk it, but you can and let me know how it goes. Perfect. And I think it's crazy because during St. Patrick's time, fucking shamrock plants are like, ooh, luck of the Irish. Buy a shamrock plant. And they're not even fucking what is going to bring you luck. They're selling, they're advertising the wrong plant. Well, yeah, because they make money off of it. Yeah, I know, because shamrocks are associated with St. Patrick's Day. And I don't really know why. I didn't look into that, because that's not my story. It's four-leaf clovers. But the earliest writing and known date to be, like, what had caused these to create, like, the good luck is in the early 1600s. And that's when I kind of think that it was more just, like, word of mouth. And then someone's like, I'm going to write it, write it down, and now it's going to be the truth. They are good luck. That's what I do. Rachel used to have a four-leaf clover in a necklace, but and after I read this article, I think it was just a four-leaf shamrock. I don't think it was a real four-leaf clover. <laughs> I'm sorry to tell you that, Rachel. <laughs> got the got the off print. Sorry that you have to find out on your birthday. <laughs> on a podcast. <laughs> For leprechauns, the word comes from several different places, apparently. So we have luck or pain. Don't really know how that is said, but I'm taking a wild guess. And that just means small body. And then there's Leith Brogan, which Brogan means shoemaker. So, I don't really know what Leith. Cobbler. Or cobbler. And then Lubricant. <laughs> which I hate it. <laughs> it was in an English play in 1604 and it was called The Honest Whore. You know, if you're going to be a whore, at least be honest. By Thomas Middleton and Thomas Decker, of course, two men named Thomas wrote it. (laughs) And their quote is, as for you, Irish lubricant, the spirit whom by preposterous charms thy lust hath raised in a wrong circle. So leprechauns are essentially a fairy and they appear as like little tiny old men and they are solitary fairies. So in the first episode I covered fairies and there are solitary fairies and social fairies and social fairies typically wore green and solitary wore red or brown. And they like originally leprechauns were actually known to wear red and I just think over time because of like the luck of the Irish and like Ireland being so green they just turned leprechauns into Green little old men instead of red ones. They were supposed to be red. Yes. Because they're solitary fairies. And solitary fairies were red. Because that's how you know they don't want to talk to you. It was a really good, I think, social way to let people know, don't fuck with me. I enjoy that. Do you think uh, actual... I should dye myself red. Honestly? He's like, now that you mentioned that, it's a really great idea. We should go back to these standards. Honestly, I don't own enough red things, though. Oh, me either, because it's not my color. Oh, wait, I have well, a red beanie and a green beanie. I'll just switch You could just pick your day. You're like, today I'm, I'm social, today I'm not. Exactly. So they were often exactly. described with a cocked hat. Sometimes it was pointy, a leather apron, or a suit. Sometimes smoking a pipe. Depends on, like, their mood, I guess. What's in the pipe? I don't know. I hope it's pot. Um, Buckled shoes, and they're 
also described as very stylish. So like stylish little old men smoking what we're going to assume is pot. Just for the fun of it. Yes. And these are two descriptions that were found in books. So Sam Lover, he wrote quite a bow in his dress, notwithstanding, for he wears a red square coat, richly laced with gold waistcoat, an inexpressible of the same cocked hat, shoes, and buckles. So they're so fancy that they're wearing fucking gold lace. I've never seen I gold lace. I want all of my clothes to... You've never seen gold lace? No. Okay. Okay. Alright, and then this Just next like, one uh... says, He is something of a dandy and dressed in a red coat with seven rows of buttons and seven buttons in each row and wears a cocked hat a pond who's pointed so a cocked hat that's pointed a cocked hat means it's not center right it's like off to the side yes with a shirt full of buttons like how i imagine a pimp would wear a hat is how the leprechauns wore their hats i don't think that's how pimps wear their hats no no i am almost positive now that that is the way I just imagine, I don't know why, but in my head, a pimp has a cane, and he has a purple suit, and his hat is kind of crooked. I will I will agree with you. In my mind, I was imagining the purple suit. Exactly! I agree with that. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's okay. But that's the only part that we can agree on. Oh. Also, wow. yeah, Kyla, the entire jacket would have to be buttons, Kirsten. All buttons. What are their tiny buttons? Like the buttons on I the There's no way. jacket left. It's it all buttons. Tiny little fancy <laughs> <button>. <laughs> Oh, fuck. <sighs> also, Go on. since they wore red, I wonder if that's why their beards are always described as red or if it's literally just because Irish people have more red hair than we do here. I'm going to assume it's because he's a solitary fairy and the red beard just ho- helps add to the don't fuck with me vibes. Profiling. Yes. Yeah. Everyone that has red hair uh, is a solitary person. Oh, I've made that. <laughs> if you have red hair, you're a solitary fairy. Not a person. A solitary I was just going to say profiling. Um, Are we not? Um, so... No, I think it's fine. (laughs) I think they can handle it. Okay, so they were small, about two to three feet tall, and they were often said to be in small caves underground or in tree trunks. And apparently, there was also never any female leprechauns, because you know what? Fairies, shoemaking, it's a fucking man's job. That's what it is. Man's job. You fix those shoes, bud. If my shoes are broken and a man's not fixing them... They're doing something Honestly. wrong. So they're often associated with golds and riches, and it's because it's because the fairy world, shoemaking is a great business to be in. Because fairies, as we've talked about, they love to dance. They're like, we're here for it. We love it. We're gonna dance our little tiny feet away until the sun comes up, and then even then, we'll probably just continue dancing. <laughs> <laughs> So, (laughs) because their little tiny feet dance so much, as to be expected, their shoes need to be replaced or fixed more often because, you know, dancing their little hearts out. 
And then there's said to be times that fairies aren't dancing, and I'm going to assume that that is winter because it says that fairies are most active in the springtime because the warmer weather and winter is done. So I'm like, okay, so that means it's dancing time. Making it up. Do you think that they have, like, winter events? Probably. Or do they just stop dancing entirely? No, I think they still dance. I just don't think they dance as much as to where they need their shoes fixed. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Because often they dance outside, too. So I wouldn't want to dance in the cold. It's a lot of dancing to break all those shoes. Do they suck at fixing them or something? No, that's why they have leprechauns. Leprechauns fix the shoes and fairies love dancing. Or they were just, like... Olden shoes that were just like. Well, social fairies love dancing. That's how they kind of lured people in because they're like, people would be like, oh, these people are fucking partying and they're dancing. And then if you get caught by one, you have to dance until you pass out or die. PSA if you see a bunch of people or fairies (laughs) dancing in the woods, run. Do do not join (laughs) them. Wait, this is like that thing that happened. The the dancing thing where people would dance themselves to death? What was that? Oh yeah, that was in uh in America, I believe. Josh, you should cover that sometime. I'll I'll cover that soon. Okay. Okay, so during the times that these fairs weren't dancing, the leprechauns are said to go into the human world and like knock 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 on the human doors and be like, Hey man, you got some shoes I can fix? Like um, a leprechaun that's what i do i fix shoes until they're brand new so they would give them the shoes and then fix them and then you would pay them in either gold or silver and then <clears throat> so they would put the gold and silver in a pot at the end of a rainbow or under a tree or a bush i'm gonna assume under a rainbow because that's more festive but if you didn't have shoes that could be fixed he would curse you and most people would make sure that they had a pair of shoes for them to fix out of fear of being cursed and the most common curses are spoiled milk or cursing your children to speak backwards which honestly just seems extremely annoying that's gross oh wait the child thing though that's hilarious if my imagine your kid being so upset because they couldn't communicate with you they're like why don't they understand me but that's not what they're saying they're like yeah If my nieces come over and we're only speaking backwards, I would be like, first of all, where is a priest to perform an exorcism? And you need to go hang out somewhere else because I can't listen to this all day long. Like, for a little bit, it's funny. You're like, haha, Jimmy. Funny joke. And then after you're awake, you're like, God fucking damn it, Jimmy, will you stop speaking backwards? I feel like after, like, an hour, I would be like, okay, that is enough of you. Don't you think that they would think they were satanic or something? They'd be like, I need to bring my child. I think to if it was in America, get... yes. In Ireland, I think instead of thinking the demons, they're thinking fairies. Mm, yeah, it makes so, sense. Is there like an equivalent like person that tries to like banish eagle fairies or like cure curses like that? Hmm, I'll have to look that up. I'm not sure. Like a instead of an exorcist, a fairyorcist? I don't know. Um Yep. <laughs> I'm gonna go with that. Nefarious. I think instead of like banishing fairies, they're like, we just have to fucking please them, keep at peace. They want our breads, they want our coals, they want our shoes, we're gonna do it. We don't wanna fuck it with them too much in a way. I don't know. But this was a fucking popping business for the leprechauns. They were making bank off this. So the humans were like, hell yeah. I'm going to try and steal that gold. We're going to get it. 
Um, so they would try to catch leprechauns, but leprechauns are very fast and they're small. So when you grab them, you have to make sure you grab them by the neck. You know? Like the Again, geese. Kinky. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've never heard that you catch geese by the neck. I'm pretty sure, like, every interaction I've seen... You just swing no, them around? no, no. no. <laughs> Every interaction I've seen with like a human and a goose, they just like grab them by the neck and just toss them in a direction. I've never seen an interaction with a human and a goose. I don't know why I've seen so many. I was gonna Me ask either. why you see why you've seen so many interactions really like that. It's kind of weird, man. So maybe the world is just showing me these videos to make me feel better. Oh, these are videos. Okay, that makes more sense. There is a story where the leprechaun is tricking people. So there's either a farmer or a boy who finds a leprechaun, they catch him, and they're like, hey man, you better fucking tell me where your gold is. And the leprechaun's like, shucks. I guess I gotta take you to the spot now. So he takes him to the spot, and then he's like, alright, here it is. And then he was like, alright, it's underneath this tree or bush or whatever and I gotta dig and he's like I didn't bring a shovel which if the leprechaun's taking you to his gold why didn't you not bring a shovel to dig for it come on get it together so he's like all right I'm gonna tie this Ted this Ted I'm gonna tie this red like cloth around the tree nearby and this is where I'm gonna dig and he makes the leprechaun promise him that he's not gonna remove the cloth and the leprechaun's like yeah I'll leave it and then he goes to get a shovel, and he comes back, and there's a red cloth tied to all of the fucking trees. And he's like, God damn you fucking leprechaun. And he's like, I didn't remove it. Bye. And runs off. That's some shit I would want to do. Yeah. So, like, if I enjoy that, that happened, would you try to, like, dig under all of the trees? I would for half a day, and then I, I would like, give up. I feel like a pot of gold, though is worth like so much money back then i would probably for half a day and then i would be like this is too much work or i would recruit my entire family and be like come on come on we're digging go for digging. gold true true you and like your 17 children at the time yeah because you did have a lot of children then <laughs> 17 exactly 17 all right and then there's another one where a little girl caught a leprechaun and then she was like, fuck yeah, I'm going to make him take me to his gold. And then he starts to take her. And then he was like, do you hear that? She's like, hear what? And he's like, you don't hear that? And then he's like, turn around. There's fucking bees following you. And she's like, turn around. like, ah. And then she turns back around and the leprechaun's gone. And she never finds, his, <laughs> never finds his pot of gold. Could you imagine, though, if there was just a shit ton of, like, a cloud of bees following you? I would die. <laughs> I'm so afraid of any kind of bug-type insect thing. I would die. I'm not even allergic to bees, but I act like I am. Have you ever been, like, up north? Or I know it's bad in, like, Canada during, like, the horsefly season. Mm, yeah. I We get, like, I feel like where I grew up... I've definitely been bit by a horse fly, and it's not fucking fun. Mm. That shit hurts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. And they um, like water. In when I went to Canada, I had like probably like on from my like ankle, probably six or seven inches of just like flies 
just like all grouped together on my jeans. And there were horses. Oh. So many of them. Ugh. They were disgusting. biting. I don't know for sure if there were horse flies, but they were like oh, you flies would know. that bit. There's okay, there's a difference. There's deer flies and there's horse that flies. Is, I am a hundred percent you are right. It is deer fly. Okay. But yeah, horse flies, I mean it's basically the same thing. They bite you and it hurts. Deer flies also hurt. Alright, Josh, you got a story for us? Oh, are we done with your story? Yes, I'm done. That's the end of Leprechauns. Perfect. Don't get tricked. Perfect. Don't get tricked by the Leprechauns? Yeah. My story is about the Michigan Dogman. Have either of you heard anything about that? fuck is that? So, it's basically... Like a a werewolf or like similar kind of werewolf thing where it's like the top half of a wolf and like two legs that stand on two legs. Um, And it's just been reported like around northern Michigan. And there have been some reports in Allegan County dating back to um, like the 80s or sorry, the 50s. And, uh, but, like, the first main sighting was in 1937 in Paris, Michigan, who said that, um... There's a Paris, Michigan? There is a Paris, Michigan. Um, I'm honestly not completely sure. I think it's more in the north end. Uh, yeah, it's more towards... I don't want to say, like, it is in Manistee, but that is the closest place near there that I am aware of. It's right by Big Rapids. But, um... So in 1937, the first account of it set was a person named Robert Fortney who said that they were attacked by five wild dogs and that one of them was walking on two legs. That would be so creepy. Yeah, and definitely just uh, because, like, the he also, like, has little dogs or wolves following him as well. Like his own? Yeah, basically, um, the first sighting of him had the dude being attacked by five wolves total, with only one of them being, like, the dog man or the wolf man. So the wolf man has his own pack. Exactly. Is, uh... So he has a pack of wolf slash dogs, but he is half Half person, person, half half wolf, wolf, yeah. So they're almost like his own pets. Exactly. And um, I apologize. So that was one of the first that was, like, described well. The very first was in 1887 in Wexford County. and that Wait, was when was the old. one you just talked about? The one I just talked about was in 1938, so about 50 years beforehand. Two okay. lumberjacks had seen a creature that they described as having a man's body and a dog's head. Okay. And so, um, like, that kind of dogman sighting has been going on for many, many years. And um, they believe also, it's like in kind of the same area, there's another cryptid, I think is what all of the, like, kind of animal humanoid things that exist in the woods, like Bigfoot and that kind of thing. There's another one. I feel like Bigfoot could definitely be in Michigan. I feel like that, too. I like the theory that there's, like, more than one Bigfoot. It's, like, just yeah. a species, kind of. Yeah, right. Like, a Yeti's a Bigfoot, mm-hmm. right? I think so. 
makes sense. And um, with this, there's in Wisconsin, there's um, one named the Beast of Bray Road, which was seen around the same time. The first time that it was um, seen there was in 1936, which was a year um, from when, oh, like in Michigan. Robert Fortney was claiming that he was attacked by one with it, like its wolf pets. And so um, that's like it was happening kind of in two places at once or within a year of each other. So it's either there were multiple alive at the time, but it's just kind of crazy that both of them were like having sightings within like a year of each other. Right. For the first time or for a similar, for an early time. Um, But for the beast of Bray Road in the 80s, a bunch of people reported that the beast had, like, made contact with their vehicles, like, trying to kind of run them off of the road. And it would just scratch at their doors and their trunks. And then, um, one person... Uh, claims, fuck you, pay for my door and my trunk, you little bitch Honestly, beast. honestly. He's yeah, half, he, he should at fuck. least pay for half of it. Yeah, yes. Yes, at least half okay, of it. Okay, if someone's paying for half of it, I'm not getting it fixed. I'm just pocketing that. Oh, money. for sure, for sure. <laughs> yeah. A, a Absolutely. Percent. Absolutely. Yeah. But um, one person actually claimed that they hit the hit something while crossing Bray Road, and this is in Wisconsin still. And then when she got out to see what had happened, um supposedly a large wolf-like creature with red eyes chased her back to her car and left claw marks on her uh, back passenger door. Did she have pictures of it? This was in the 80s. Oh, then no, so she no. didn't. <laughs> I feel like seeing red eyes is so common, though, in the woods in general. That is true. Well, it's, it's probably, like, a thing to do with, like, light and reflection and whatnot, but... Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, I completely. Is that like when they can see at night? Well, there's like the red reflection, or I'm no. not positive. Because humans, humans have. I don't know. Because humans and cats both have red reflections when you take pictures. Well, I think at least cats sometimes though have like that glowing green. So maybe that's yes. what like the night vision is. That could be. Yeah. My night vision. We're gonna sound like idiots well. talking about oh, this. Oh yeah, but for sure. We'll for have sure. to. We'll have to look into it. You know. We'll come back with a. It's to be determined. We'll come back to later. To be determined. <laughs> in another episode, and let you guys know. <laughs> and they're already googling it. And <laughs> they're like, "You dumb." Honestly. Bucks. Yes. But oh. Uh, It'll be on our cat episode by Becca. I can't yeah. Wait. I can't. It wait will. Because I'll have I Becca talk be about there. that. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but anyway, there's been sightings of the Beast of Bray Road even like during the daylight and um, has just been observed kind of doing random things out in the woods. Um, there were like animal mutilations kind of reported highly there, which is just kind of when there's animal remains and things partially eaten, which I don't believe is fully... Like, oh, that has to be the beast, but it is just kind of like there's some predator it's around. It's weird there. that there's so many, though. Exactly. And um, there's even been like recent sightings in February of 2018, and then as recently as July 2020, where they've claimed um, 
that they witnessed a large hair-covered upright creature, and that was in two different cities in Walworth County in Wisconsin. All right. So Wisconsin has the Bigfoots. Wisconsin has, I think both Michigan and Wisconsin, like this area. Werewolves and Bigfoots. Because we're not very populated. And if you think about it, like there is so much just fucking wooded area to where they could just hang out. Exactly. And like exist. And I'm sure Wisconsin, because I know Minnesota has a lot of lakes like Michigan does. I'm sure Wisconsin also has a lot of lakes. So I feel like they got their water. They could probably fucking eat some berries and shit. Like, they could survive. And then the occasional person that uh, shows up. Yeah. Ooh. But yes, that is uh, what I had. There isn't too, too much documentation on it, but um, there actually is a song that somebody made for... um, Yes. Somebody made it. No, no, no. Boo. Boo. Boo yourself. Um, I would say. But a radio DJ made it for an April Fool's joke and Mm, just wrote it, like, basically on, um, like, details of the encounters. And some of the encounters say that it looked like the dogman was, like, smiling at you. Which I would die That's if so I walked creepy. into the woods and a dog smiled at me. That's so All creepy. Right. So okay, but like human... if you walked into the woods and a goose smiled at you. <laughs> I would smile right back <laughs> as I threw it by its neck further I love you, Kirsten. Woods. I love you so much. I'm going to keep talking shit about that, though. Every goose I've ever seen has been in the woods. I've never seen a goose. I know. No. Every um, goose I've gandered has been in the woods. <laughs> exactly. So it's like a human body with a dog head. Beasts gather in the garden. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's like oh, basically what people like kind of have for werewolves where... It's, is the human body hairy? I think it is. I think that they say, like, human bottom half when it's more like it's just standing like a human and, like, structured differently, I would assume. It makes me think of a werewolf. Exactly. Like on Harry Potter. But do werewolves stand on two feet? They do. A lot. Yes, well, they do. A lot of times more. they do. Uh, most of the time they I'll do. I'll have to rewatch Harry Potter. Yes. Um, right. I think Harry Potter portrays it very well, but, yeah, um... Supposedly, werewolves do stand on two feet. That's why they like the werewolves, because hmm. they're half man, half wolf. Mm. I, I I could believe it. I feel like, because like for a really, 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 really long time, they didn't believe that Michigan had cougars. And, yeah. They do, trust me. <laughs> um, but that was... <laughs> That was, like, my sister did, like, something about it when she was going to graduate or something. And her teacher was like, there's no such thing as cougars. But out by where my mom lives, they're like, yeah, there's a fucking cougar that keeps killing the fucking horses. There's no such thing as cougars. Literally. But, like, there was a time where, so, like... People believe in cougars, but they're like, there's no such thing as cougars in Michigan. And then for a really long time, like, way, way, way back, when people came back and they're like, yo, there's fucking apes. Everyone was like, you're making this up. That is not real. That is a 
made-up creature. That people thought apes were made up? Yeah! That is kind of crazy. That's hilarious! If you didn't have them in your area and someone came back and they're like, there is an animal that almost looks like us, but their hands and are like their feet, and they're a lot hairier, and they can't talk like we can, but they're still like kind of smart, but like their bodily futures are still kind of the same, you'd be like... That is true. And also, have uh, any of us seen a gorilla in real life that wasn't Yeah, at the it's zoo. a zoo. No. Oh. <laughs> yes, so no. So do we actually know if they <laughs> exist? I've heard of the dog man, but I don't think I've heard of it in that, like, extensive thing. Like, I've heard people be like, uh, don't let the dog man get you, or some type of shit. You've heard, heard that? be like, yeah. In Michigan, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't, yeah, like... I've never heard anything more than that, though. Like, no one's ever explained what the fucking dog man is. They're like, don't let the dog man get you. And then you're like, hmm, wonder what that is. And no one ever tells you. Yeah, yeah I've, I've never heard, heard like, just about it, but not a whole lot of actual, like, accounts. And it's just kind of crazy yeah. to me that it happened, like, so close together in Wisconsin and, like, northern Michigan, which is basically the same. Yeah, because those are, like, those touch, don't they? It wasn't, like, fully the upper Wisconsin peninsula. And yeah, it touches yeah. the Upper Peninsula, but um, I think it was more like Northern Lower Peninsula that the first sightings were. But do you think that they that maybe they came from one or the other? Like, if we had them in Michigan, they walked through the Upper, upper Peninsula to Wisconsin or vice versa? Yeah, it's very possible, and it could be like the same group or the same one. Most definitely. Especially if they're like migrating for like- some reason. I feel like they could de- well, Michigan has a lot of uh, lakes. I don't know. I mean, Wisconsin has a lot of cheese, so both have their perks. <laughs> but would cheese. the wolf be able to get the cheese? I mean, I feel like a lot of these cheese places in Wisconsin are honestly just like throwing out their cheese. They can at the just end eat the, the cows. Like, or they could just eat the cows. Or they could just eat the cows. Fuck the whole process of making cheese. Do you think if you I wasn't shake thinking a cow I wasn't thinking enough? they could make I wasn't thinking that they could make cheese. I was thinking they could just steal it. This has been the weird and suspicious. That's weird. That's suspicious. Our Instagram is the weird and suspicious. Our Twitter is the weird and sus. And our Gmail, if you want to email us and send us some stories, it is theweirdandsuspicious at gmail.com. Have a good night. Good night. Wait, let me, don't stop it.